listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. League of my own, Swag Gina Davis. Only rapper make a hundred k on your playlist. Niggas talk on Twitter, but in life they don't say shit. My rollie's so racist. All black faces, we the new faces. Kid him like Jason. Grind in my sleep, man. A nigga need braces. Wonder what you feeling like. Used to be the nervous type. You ain't mentioned Beano, man. That shit must be on purpose, right? Hostile nigga my style kind of flow to paint a picture norman rockwell i don't eat pasta everything is low carb i don't fly coach now say i fly go yard leave a face covered in that coast guard metaphor mo- metaphor mozart all i do is tell them the truth m fox to my people on some family ties magazines got black faces when somebody dies i mean look at donna summer she was trying to survive people wrestle over petty cash when we really should be crying over the one percent like we tipped the milk glass fuck y'all i'm gonna let my grandkids ball hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a monday mm-hmm. another case of the mondays yes sir hope everybody made it through the monday okay and is uh living their best lives okay same i know a lot of people uh had issues with game of thrones last night it's about that time it's about time for it to end Mm-hmm. and we will do our recap on wednesday i believe our guest uh should be uh the crew from the castle black podcast over Yay. at uh for all nerds podcast so mm-hmm. um looking the forward to that yes, recap I am. and um if you want to know how i feel about it i'm gonna say i called it so i mean how i'm supposed to feel about it i feel great okay king's landing watch fox news that's uh duh y'all knew how i felt about the shit and i wasn't like these uh cowards on the internet that said dracars go ahead and get them back for for our girl masandi and didn't mean it they did it. not mean it no I they meant did not it. general sherman ulysses s grant some two of my faves anyway we are live and ready to do some podcasts so you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme 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 that's right um and today's podcast is brought to you by adamandeve.com little sexy lo-fi uh chill study beat um listen okay i say listen are you trying to get your freak on because adam and eve is trying to help you and they're trying to help you get free and let your freak flag fly free with free stuff free stuff that will spice up your bedroom better than salt and pepper to taste i hope so okay coriander larry's uh some of that stuff y'all all the way in the back y'all don't ever put on nothing all okay, of turmeric yeah <laughs> select almost any item for 50 percent off and then get and then adam and eve will give you free stuff in the offer code tbgwt at checkout you get 10 free tantalizing gifts a sexy item for him a sexual a special gift for her and a third item you'll both enjoy i say mix and match spread them around don't let nobody tell you what to do Mm-mm. and six free spicy movies Ooh, spicy uh <laughs> that's that smoky garlic on the movies 
and plus they will give you free shipping so that's tbgwt when you go to check out adamandeve.com to get all your free stuff don't you like free stuff don't you want some free stuff don't you want to free your mind and the rest will follow go to adamandeve.com put in code tbgwt and get 50 percent off and a bunch of free shit you're welcome all right let's get into the show uh all kinds of stuff is happening um not really sure where to start um i don't think i have very many random thoughts although i did have one thing to bring up mm-hmm. it's not really a random thoughts just something to happen um we was downtown we went to go get something to eat and we had a couple drinks Mm-hmm. went to a burger bar that place is good it was different it was yes it was different but it was good um never had a burger like i had I had an open face burger with gravy on it like we'll probably be talking about this on the smacking good so mm-hmm. i had a burger with pulled pork yeah but it was good and then we had a couple of drinks and then on the way back we was going to the car and we parked downtown so we had to go to the parking lot and all this shit mm-hmm. and we get to the elevator and I said, Karen, press the elevator button. <laughs> and I'm not saying she was drunk, but she was like, I can't. And I said, it's press the ele- it's right there. It's the same elevator we came out of. <laughs> you sure we came out this elevator? Yes. So I just went and pressed the button. And y'all know why she didn't press the button? <laughs> because the elevator said, emergency, take stairs. I just seen emergency. I was like, if I press this button, all the alarms going to go off. I just seen the worst emergency. Was but like, it was a alarm button for an emergency that was very specific. Take the stairs emergencies. Right? Just But it was right above the up down button. So I was like, what the hell is this? <sighs> Needless to say, we uh got on the elevator because I had the <laughs> foresight to know that the button was not for emergencies. It was a warning that if there was an emergency, you would take the stairs instead of the <laughs> elevator. All I see was emergency. I was like, I'm drunk. I'll hit that button. Do you think a fire alarm starts a fire too? Like, <laughs> pull in case you a fire. <laughs> anyway. Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? 
Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? Do you wanna funk with me? All right, it's time for LGBTQ news, which means it's gonna probably be a lot of depressing stuff coming up because most of the news around the world about lgbtq people is horrible because we treat people horribly when they are different than uh what people consider to be the mainstream correct <sighs> today's no exception i wish i could bring nothing but good news but it's not one of those days alabama sheriff's deputy well it's kind of mixed news right here was placed on leave over anti-gay comments under a post about an lgbtq teen's death so i guess it's good he's placed on leave although not fired right uh an alabama sheriff has been placed on leave after he was seen mocking the suicide of an lgbtq uh queen teen teen and keep in mind um this is a teen of color so the world lost the precious life of nigel shelby a 15 year old openly gay teen who attended huntsville high school nigel took his own life last thursday after reportedly being bullied repeatedly for his sexual orientation he would tell me that kids would say things to him that would hurt his feelings nigel's mother kamika shelby told <coughs> told nbc news i didn't think it was uh as deep as things i'm hearing now nigel's death ignited an outcry from the lgbtq community as well as its supporters calling for in the homophobic bullying and harassment but the message is yet to hit many including huntsville sheriff's deputy um is you're a police officer you're in charge of protecting the public that means everybody the public if someone commits a hate crime if someone needs to uh report their bullying to an authority figure these are the people that we're planning to report these things to and oh oh you're homophobic as well okay um not to mention this kid was black so there's an extra other level of, of fucked upness to the police doing this uh including the huntsville sheriff's deputy who mocked the boy's death on a local news station's facebook post wow you were bold wow that's pretty fucking bold i think somebody ain't gonna find out who you are in the post the station was using the teen's death to raise awareness about lgbtq bullying that's when the sheriff's deputy hashtag jeff graves decided to comment hate instead of love liberty guns bible trump barbecue that's my kind of lgbtq liberty guns bible trump so it was a stupid ass joke about the initials of lgbtq uh, oh oh like, yeah liberty is the lg guns uh. is G. that's what he responded as a sheriff's deputy to the death of a lgbtq uh team uh according to a screenshot obtained by nbc affiliate waff um like we are the news and now you made the news mm-hmm i'm seriously offended that there is such a thing there that, that there is such a thing as this movement um society cannot and should not accept this behavior he continued i have a right to be offended and will always be offended by this fake movement which requires no special attention but by a person with an alter ego and fake agenda what 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 is happening i don't know he I commented know. below an article so he said the lgbt that's my and then he went on to say he was seriously offended that there's such a thing as this movement so is this like the the gay agenda mm-hmm. just rushing it down my throat uh society cannot and should not accept this behavior i have a right to be offended you're saying this on the fucking news about a dead kid right dog. like this is not game of thrones this is real life this child is really gone 
what the fuck and you're a sheriff a uh, uh, sheriff's deputy the madison county sheriff's office confirmed via twitter on tuesday officials were aware of the facebook comment and the deputy was placed on administrative leave until investigation is launched and what will the findings of the investigation be nothing was wrong here He'll he did it uh but he back at work right right he did it he can come back to work it's not gonna be like oh and uh, after our investigation we realized that this dude need to go <laughs> it's always the same uh place on administrative leave and uh we'll wait till the shit blows over and put him right back on duty of course put him at his uh desk um and yeah of course obviously that's really sad that nigel shelby died um by suicide Mm -hmm. based off of that but it's really a common thing in uh lgbtq life at this point and you know not much is being done by about it um but it's why you know people feel it's so important to to speak up and stand up and uh you know create an environment uh where you are admonishing those who participate in this shit you know and i see it and this is one of those things where i know that uh music and movies and shit doesn't necessarily indicate like inform what people will do right Mm -mm. Uh, people kind of do what they want to do but they are a reflection you know so there's kind of this chicken or egg thing with 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 uh entertainment and i have noticed that you know a lot of people have chilled on the homophobia in my lifetime you know mm-hmm. I've, was, seen a, I've seen people grow like you just time and them just being uh just growing up and realizing that some of the things they were taught were very ignorant right and just realizing and particularly as people get older and as you become more accepting of people not like you not that you can't be like that when you're younger mm-hmm. but for a lot of people it's hard hard to accept people that are don't have the same viewpoints and feelings and things that you do but once you live life long enough you'd be like oh it's all types of people out there baby yeah i think also just in addition to that though people have made it the cultural norm in a lot of places to be like this is whack don't do it and that's one of the things i always say like mocking people and you know shaming people it can help like it doesn't have to be the only tool in the bag education is one exposure to people is, is one but you know like it's also just kind of become like oh you still on that that's whack you know and i'm not saying there's nobody there's a ton of homophobia transphobia all this shit you know if anything the lgb well really the l and the g are kind of like you know more established as the oh man you're gonna piss off a lot of people by saying stuff and and sometimes that's all you can hope for you're not gonna get everybody woke but you might Mm -hmm. get them to be scared right fear it is as daenerys would say um and, but the thing for me is that um when it comes to like bisexual and trans people people still do a lot of mocking you know mm-hmm. um, the rest of them letters they for a lot of people the first two are the only ones that matter but they all the letters should matter but for a lot of people those are the ones that a lot of people feel quote unquote the most comfortable with the rest of them they go eh, but they all in this group together now little the movie little we uh we saw it we reviewed it for our uh sport movie reviews uh little co-writer uh, responds to backlash over transphobic line in the film i did not write that particular joke and was disappointed to see it um me you talked about it in the review yeah i brought it up during the review i was like okay, you know because we when we do our reviews we try to we think of the things we like and we think about the things we don't like even if i'm not offended by a thing i will bring up stuff where i'm like i can see people having an issue with this maybe i have an issue with it maybe i don't but you know it all counts to the score 
and there was this line in the movie that was just blatantly transphobic yeah, and wasn't needed yeah and i was kind of surprised at this movie that included like so many kind of like woke black women quote unquote had had this line in it it was um you know it was just kind of uh a bad look like regina hall's in it Issa ray's in it um uh what's my girl uh um uh, something martin oh my god she plays on blackish um but you know like all of them are in it and it's like okay so we're talking about you know this movie that a lot of people are going to be excited about because black girl time black girl magic blah 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 and then you got this like transphobic misgendering of a kid joke in there that's like really adamantly about it and my guess is that regina hall had to riff a lot in her scenes because it's a comedy and they do that a lot you kind of improv right and a good editor a good director saves you from yourself all right they would have dropped that one you might maybe you say a joke that's over the line and they go yeah cut that line you know we had we know this is comedy this is what people don't understand or respect about comedy comedy is a high wire act people are trying a lot of shit it's why you know when people record stand up it's always a catch-22 because it's like yeah but that unless it's on like a special or some shit that's normally them working material out right some of the jokes are gonna be fucked up and not land and unless it's like a huge part of the act or they're touring with it or something like exposing this artist to like the internet when this may be a thing where they're like okay i did this joke seven times and it did it bombed six out of seven times i'm retiring it from my act i couldn't get it to work right or i'm going to rearrange it i'm gonna add to it i'm going to put it at another spot all this stuff and then you know audience members get mad when some comedians are like hey put your phones away when you come in here i'm trying to work my shit out i don't want it everywhere when it's not a finished product right so um that is kind of a you know a tainted mix right but in a movie you have so much staff so many decision makers if they ask you to ad lib freestyle some things and some of your jokes don't land some of your jokes aren't funny or you know you were going for something that just wasn't it didn't get there like i think in this scene regina hall's going for jordan the grown-up is such a mean bully person that she would bully a child and make jokes about someone being trans i'm not saying that the idea on its head doesn't make sense of course it makes sense you're trying to show that this person is quote unquote a bad person right um and that life has turned her into a bully except in this world where people are killing themselves because they're kids and they're bullied you i would think someone with more power whatever goes not that joke you know like we like there's you know there's you you do gonna you are gonna cross some lines you are gonna offend some people every i always say every joke offends somebody whether yes, you like it, whether you like it or not a lot of people are just okay with certain people being offended make a joke about white people they have privilege that's okay make a joke about men they have privilege that's okay you make a joke about you know certain types of things that's okay but even those jokes do have a target mm-hmm. you know even those jokes are possibly gonna offend someone's sensibilities all jokes are targeted um even if the target is yourself all jokes are targeted right um so i thought it was kind of odd and the line stuck out to me greatly when i watched it well of course on twitter it got a second life because people start talking about it right it's one of those things when you hear you like ooh, and it it, it takes you out the scene marcia 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 martin that's the name uh so yeah 
uh this week the film's co-writer tracy oliver took to social media to respond to movie goers criticisms over the alleged transphobic line in the movie uh it's not alleged it is in the scene yeah it is yeah it's not two ways about it mm-hmm. in the scene regina hall's character jordan confuses a young girl for being a young boy then when the child mother tries to correct jordan she responds oh he's transitioning uh sister um uh and the mother's like no and then she's like uh he is or something like oh you he gonna tell you or some just some shit like that uh since the premiere there have been numerous movie goals of film critics attacking the film writers for that joke oliver spoke out and explained she feels similarly to movie fans she took to twitter to voice her opinion as a feature writer when you hand your draft into the studio you have no control over what ends up on the screen often you're later other times disappointed i did not write that particular joke and was disappointed to see it it was insensitive and unnecessary oliver continued to say the joke was disheartening she said she was shocked to see it in the fin- in the finished movie the screenwriter added i've been wrestling with speaking up or not but i had to that joke doesn't represent who i am at all yeah and that's the thing when you're in the industry there's a cost to being the person that's like i didn't write that shit and that's not i'm not even cool with that because now you know they nepotism is rampant in that industry you hire people that have worked on other projects you know whether this movie's successful or not um you don't want to be the one that rocked the boat i mean look at monique she's still paying for being the person that rocked the boat for the entire like movie production because she didn't want to do extra interviews and shit for um for press for precious yeah um so um yeah while many have attacked the feminist crew allies have also spoken out in support in response to an angry twitter user lena waith wrote that can happen on tv shows too tracy is an ally and would never attack any group of people oliver has worked on a variety of projects including Issa ray's groundbreaking youtube series of misadventures of awkward black girl um she also worked with kenya barris on blackish barbershop the next cut and girl strip so yeah and the thing is when your name's attached to it even if they leave an ad-lib joke in the script guess what people gonna come looking for you right because they don't know who the other person is they're a nameless faceless person and by you voicing out that i didn't do this shit you actually have kind of outed either regina hall the director you know something like that like you now outed other people because it's like well if it wasn't you who was it you know um now i don't know if not enough people saw it or not enough people were offended or just people don't care in general or you know to be honest in our circles people just like regina hall people just like Issa Rae, people just like uh marcy martin so they're not gonna shit on this too heavy whether 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 it's whether it is uh what do you call it earned or not they're just gonna be like eh, i'm not gonna i don't want to take down the black women on this one you know because people do play that team shit but yes they do yeah the line stuck out to me man uh let's see what else happened um new study shows people who hate uh gays are generally less intelligent no shit yeah i mean yeah <laughs> let me tell you something else racist people are normally stupid as hell too come on i mean <laughs> come on now oh man uh 
to have a magazine title intelligence you offer your low cognitive ability as they put it it's not exactly a pleasant situation but that's what happened to a portion of the 11,654 people who were interviewed for a survey conducted by the university of queensland in australia the results of the study which was led by francisco perales uh shows that there is a link between acknowledgement of phobia by participants and lower intelligence or cognizance levels yeah bigotry stupid it's irrational and illogical i will keep saying that when we get a letter up here from some fucking bigot or just somebody that hates that we're like you know trying to 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 be more (laughs) liberal or whatever it's always misspelled there's no fucking spaces the paragraphs just one big long sentence yeah it's just all fucking using the wrong your and there and shit like they are idiots like bigot bigotry is for the stupid you know like i'm not saying there aren't smart people who abuse and use bigotry to to gain advantage because they they understand that bigotry makes people stupid and easy to use but that don't make the biggest any smarter they're fucking dumb like that's one of the reasons i like i love to be like it's because i was so morally righteous and woke but one of the reasons i'm not a bigot mostly is that i just don't like hanging with stupid people (laughs) come on you know like anytime somebody start talking some old like i hate gay people shit it's not soon after that i'm like oh and then just in general you're a dumbass oh okay yeah of course you know and i don't eh, y'all can be mad whatever uh and then there's all the like you know believing in the man in the sky and you know the burning bush and all that type of shit like fairy tale shit and then people like if you believe in that i think you're more prone to be led astray awesome and this is why gay people and women and blacks and all these people are bad too even though it's not in this book i'm just gonna tell you to believe me and i don't expect you question this shit because you already believe in a talking bush so you need to fucking believe in this part too or you're a bad christian or you're a bad muslim or you're a bad uh latter-day saint or you're a bad mormon or you're like all the religions that covered in that type of bigotry it's they it's because they think when you walked in the door you're a dumbass like for them to throw that at you and you for you not to question it you know what i mean for them to have that level of fucking like um what do you call it uh for them to have that level of like certainty that you will not go i don't think god would want me to hate gay people and then to just throw it in your face like that like that's they 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 it's like they're saying well you're stupid you believe in fairy tales so um while we're at there while we're at it um give me all your money and also gay people is trash and so are uh women need to shut the fuck up and uh let's see and these blacks right i mean get on my nerves uh all right sermon's over have a good day like yeah i'm not surprised that that that's the results of that shit man you know and i'm not that's not saying all and all that shit i know some of y'all in y'all feelings uh parse the nuance how you need to because you know i didn't say all so don't write up here with no dumb shit but there's definitely a lot of stupid people that are biggest and a lot of stupid people that are big and have been in the church too just come on bigotry is for the dumb it is for the dumb it's why when you go up like college education all that type of shit you see less and less shit because people are like it doesn't mean they're better people but they're literally just like a little they think about it a little bit longer a little bit harder just a little bit longer and they're like uh you know what not my business or i shouldn't i shouldn't be fucking hating these people or what did they do to me you know like that deputy you know he dumb as shit 
i mean we know he dumb he left a comment on facebook under the news under the news now you the news he he's smart enough to be a deputy and stupid at the same time make of that what you will uh politics call for trans <laughs> politicians call for trans activists to be burned alive at the speech in parliament what armenia's first registered trans woman has faced threats for politicians to burn her alive after she gave a speech on trans rights in parliament what is this the Salem witch trial the fuck is this uh lilith martyrosian spoke out against violence and stigma directed at trans people in a speech to parliament three weeks ago and called for greater protections this is this is the thing i'm talking about with these bigots right so then you prove her right by threatening her you see what i'm saying like you would think that if you were a bigot you'd be just just think for one more second and be make it a little more complicated right like oh well well now if we say i'm gonna kill this bitch burner at the stake ah i guess that would kind of prove that it is a hostile environment and she's right to give this speech about they need more protections because i want to kill this person now for speaking up for themselves it never crossed your mind never crossed your mind it's crazy bigotry is so dumb oh my god um since then she's received a string of death threats and abuse and has seen her address published online leading to protests outside her house so you want her to feel unsafe that's the whole fucking point people don't want trans people to exist they definitely don't want them to exist in any level of peace Mm -mm. and this is just for her advocating for the rights of her and people like herself that's it hey man i really feel unsafe and i think we need to pass some laws that'll help me feel safe because people are just really wild about me existing uh uh, uh, i'm offended that you would say that and uh i'm gonna publish your address and i think you should die point proven i was right the bigots we won again high five each other idiots man uh there have been some anti-lgbtq uh i protests in front of the national assembly and some parliamentarians have parliamentarians have called for her to be burned alive oh you can get elected and say things like that in armenia Mm. apparently so this is the first time in armenia when a transgender woman spoke from a high podium of violence against transgender transgender people violence against (laughs) a transphobic man with a knife came to the national assembly to announce that he would kill me and that others like me must be killed too i have uh received many messages via facebook and email from various people telling me that they will find me and kill me marta rosian was invited to speak during the april 5th session on human rights reforms on behalf of the right side campaign she founded but it appears politicians were unaware of the content of her speech which she used to draw attention to the violence faced by lgbtq plus uh, community in armenia she said i am delivering this speech to you as a transgender woman but you but i ask you to see me as a collective figure i stand for tortured rape burnt stabbed killed banished discriminated poor and unemployed transgender people of armenia i call upon you to carry out reforms and policies to achieve gender equality and to ensure ensure human rights for everyone marta rosian was subsequently kicked out of parliament with politicians from both sides blaming the other for allowing her to take the podium in the first place oh you don't have no friends yeah you know what i'm saying that's uh why y'all let her up there why y'all let her up there not not she got a point and that we're her ally and we're gonna stand up for her but uh i didn't know either i don't know what the fuck is happening i guess that's the one thing they can agree on 
Uh, yes, their bigotry. Wow. Um. Yeah, uh, Armenia is a deeply religious society. Mm, you know, say which is home to one of the world's oldest Christian communities, the Armenian Apostolic Apostolic Church, Apostolic Apostolic Church, uh, with more than ninety percent of the population identifying as followers. Damn. Yo, ninety percent of them motherfuckers. That's a lot. While the country decriminalized homosexuality in 2003, attitudes towards gay people in the country have been slow to change. In the 2012 survey, 55% of people said they would cut off interactions with a friend or relative who came out as gay. The country ranks second bottom in Europe in terms of rights and support for LGBTQ plus community. According to data gathered by the International LGBTQ Intersex Association. Yo, the thing I keep thinking about is with trump and him in charge how far are we from we're not much better no we're not we're not much better i mean i I, i'd be shocked if i'd be shocked if we came in much lower than 55 percent of people saying they would cut off a lgbtq person a person who came out to them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because uh a lot of the human rights and humanity shit ever since trump has been in office we slow to been going down the ladder as far as they keep saying, hey, it's a problem in America. It's a problem in America. Y'all keep falling down on these rankings. And we see what motherfuckers keep trying to do. Like, they keep trying to pass all these draconian ass laws. Come on! Oh. Uh, last one. London to host its first ever transgender pride festival this year. London is set to host its first ever transgender pride festival earlier this week. Performers Lucia Blake and Finn Love posted a Facebook event to announce the festival, which is scheduled to take place in the capital on Saturday, the 14th of April in Hackney, East London. According to the social media page, the festival will include live music performances, a series of stalls from LGBT, LGBTQIA plus organizations, panels, talks from inspirational trans uh, people artwork that explores our identity and much more yo dope mm-hmm. i hope That's everything yeah i hope everything goes off with that um obviously just like charlotte pride festival i worry about people trying to like get in the parade um like we had uh trump's gays for trump float dude here in charlotte that wanted right. to get they into did, our got mad when it was like fuck no right so you know um good luck with that you know i hope i hope but i hope it goes off and and about time you know like past time even um see is there anything else oh you know what one more this california city is planning to open the gayest chick-fil-a in america Hmm. san jose airport will host hoist flags for lgbtq trans rights in june when the fast food franchise opens chick-fil-a's history of supporting anti-lgbtq causes has resurfaced in recent weeks after cities in texas and new york reportedly scrapped plans to open franchises of the fast food chain in their airports this week however a california city that last year approved the opening of a chick-fil-a announced it would move forward with those plans but with a colorful lgbtq inclusive twist the san jose city council voted unanimously tuesday to hoist rainbow flags in support of lgbtq people and pink blue and white flags for transgender rights at norman y minutan san jose international airport where a chick-fil-a location is slated to open in june the vote came after a number of local lgbtq advocacy groups and city officials expressed their distaste for the inclusion of, L- of chick-fil-a at the airport <clears throat> the restaurant was included <clears throat> alongside shake shack and great american bagel as part of a contract approved last year with the hms host concessionaire 
former county supervisor king yeager the area's first openly gay elected official and now head of the baymac foundation told the mercury news that the flags would send airport patrons a counter signal to the discrimination supported by chick-fil-a when sentiments was councilman raul Perales, who suggested the restaurant hire lgbtq employees to ensure it becomes the gayest chick-fil-a in the country i kind of like this trolling of chick-fil-a mm-hmm. like if you're gonna do it i like the swag of being like we are going to gay this shit up so hard that you will not be able to avoid it you know mm-hmm. like i love the idea of just pulling up at chick-fil-a and trying to get your order like uh uh welcome chick-fil-a how may i serve folks this guy's roller skating around car right i want like a dude in daisy dukes roller skating yes he has socks right because you know the service still got to be good you know come on you know they're gonna be on it you know chick-fil-a ain't never gonna let uh the service be whack but Mm that's the cost is that what is that that's what bigotry does is like we're biggest but we got the best customer service in the fast food game and it's not close come on um well yeah that's dope it's funny man we imagine went out. that cow be roller skating and shit that would be flame <laughs> free chicken sandwich they gonna be off the hook come on um yeah it was uh it's funny though because um we we went out to eat the other day at this place in charlotte uh seafood place they had some really good food we've been going there for years and on twitter you know i took a picture of the food and was like yo this is good you know lobster mac and cheese which is fucking delicious they were flames the portion sizes are ridiculous like they they the portion sizes really just slap cheesecake factory right in the face (laughs) it's ridiculous you can't eat the whole no one's ever eaten the whole thing Mm -mm. at this place anyway so we went there we ate and i took the picture and then this white dude on uh twitter i guess he lives in uh lives here too and maybe he listens to the show i don't know um may probably just listen to game of thrones who knows uh but he was (laughs) he took the picture he said hey you know um the the owner of that um of that restaurant is a trump supporter and he like wants wants him to build a wall and all that stuff and i didn't know how to break it to him y'all but i'm a black man in the south i mean i mean i mean they i mean they hire they hire gay people and like because there were gay people around us i mean yeah the the but you know and that dude's personal politics might be that that's kind of the south for your ass come on now i don't even know what to tell you like you're talking about just the politics of trump or not trump i'm just saying just as racism in general everywhere my guy i mean you might as well stay your ass at home then because everywhere you go down here yeah like the nigga from hello fresh might vote for trump i don't know right. like honestly that's the south for your ass is there's some shit where you just like yeah so that's not my business unless like unless i walk in a restaurant and a motherfucker walk over to me like make america great again i don't really have the time or the inclination to give a fuck at the moment is the food good or nah yeah are you gonna serve like am i gonna not get served oh, in your restaurant that's when i have problems you know are your employees dealing with discrimination right so it's just different i think it's just different maybe it's just different down here maybe it's yeah. just because i'm i'm highly aware yeah. of the fact that i'm being black my whole life yeah and also i 
I think it's it's somewhat different in certain parts of the country, but also white people y'all telling us that some shit is fucked up ain't new <laughs> y'all act yeah. like y'all are breaking that's uh, a fucking breaking news to us when y'all tell us that shit is like no my job where i eat where i go just being or out it's, it's like just, it's not it's, it's just like i i don't mean to say that i don't there's no way that's not gonna sound fucked up but yeah i assume all white people are fucked up until they prove themselves otherwise same just for my own s- safety mm like i like i don't walk around being like you goddamn trump voting mm-hmm. ass motherfucker. but like when you talking about like 70 percent of white dudes voted for trump and who knows mm-hmm. how many more yeah, he, support him whether they just didn't vote or not right and he run the state of north carolina odds are most white people you interact with down here voted for him right so i'm it's like I, maybe they can't conceptualize or maybe you know what it is it's just with twitter and stuff everything's become real simple it's Mm -hmm. oh we're boycotting blank we're not doing this we're not doing that and for some of them it's kind of that newfound wokeness so that like it's easy to voice that shit online and say this is this is support in my opinion but i think it's when you black and you down here it's just like nah nigga that like nah i'm just shopping at walmart or i'm going to the hardware store long as this motherfucker don't come out and win them hats or some shit um, and he um, long as he don't say call me some racist shit or say some racial shit that's just the fucking uh that's the sunday truth as my man uh will strickland says right and also you got to survive everybody that's the thing people that are lgbtqi they got to survive like everybody else what do you mean Where like is this like coming from? and the reason why i said it because like you say when we out and about we are actually functioning we adjust and adapt and they adjust and adapt too Mm. as far as they don't know who is anti-gay and not anti-gay until you say something open up your mouth Mm. yeah i mean that's the thing they like if it doesn't come up in a conversation it's not most of the time people just not talking about that shit down here you know and i i think maybe other places where you're living in a place where it's like everybody's liberal everybody's this right then you might feel more empowered or like put pressure on folks but even in those cities and shit like especially when you're talking about ownership you're talking about rich people talking about mostly white people and shit in a lot of cases yes they probably fuck with trump and you just don't even want to know you don't want to know which one of your favorite celebrities do black and white right like you know it's just it was just a thing that was funny to me because it shouldn't be funny but i guess it's the gallows humor of being black right because it's like it was funny to me that he thought that was a revelation (laughs) that would make me be like what what i never never again Mm -mm. i will throw these cat fish flitters right in the goddamn trash but Mm -mm. i'm like nigga this is i will not unless that man come smack it out my hand and say make america great again bitch i'm going back yeah like this is i'm I'm black down here dog i don't know (laughs) like we've been had this thought right we've been new (laughs) it's just it's just funny man this you gotta laugh man you gotta laugh white people they they really act like they breaking some news it's like it's like he busted the door at a restaurant (laughs) it was like hey 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 soylent greens made of people like it's like like like, 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 nigga if you don't leave my people sandwich alone to get the fuck out of here right (laughs) <laughs> i've been waiting 20 minutes for this chicken fried hog get out of here <laughs> come on just man. going to process down because everybody looking at you 
I, it's funny too i would have never known that man supported trump because the food tastes black oh the food is so <laughs> fucking good i ain't, cook, ain't no the, white people in the back it's all all them people brown I probably could, i could tell by the by the by the uh by the fried catfish that the cook voted for uh the cook definitely didn't vote for trump no that okay. cook didn't <laughs> one time I, what was it that meal i had i had some kind of turmeric meal and that shit was flames too no right mm-mm, mm-mm. everybody brown back there yeah it's like you know remember y'all remember this it's been a long time ago this is like kind of when we started the podcast it's been that long <laughs> y'all remember when paula dean was racist mm-hmm. and then and then they showed pictures of the restaurant and it was just niggas in it because mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't care about them agendas man Mm-mm. we be like is it good we from down I here, man. I can deal with a little bit of racism if it's good. We from down here, man. Like, right, and I guess people in another part of the country, they act like, oh, my God. You be like, well, bitch, if you lived down here, too, you would adapt and adjust, well, too. That white person was from Charlotte, I think. that That's how they must have known that. But it was just funny to me because I remember that Paula Dean shit. It was like full of niggas, lying out the door niggas. Because it's like, oh, Paula Dean half off because of racism sales. Yes, her pots and pans was on sale. People was like, bitch, these things is, is good quality. People bought them. <laughs> Black yes. people bought them pots and pans so fast. They man. was real good quality. Be like, I don't uh, care. I will fry some catfish in this in this uh good-ass pan. That shit was just funny, man. Because it's like, yo, like i don't know yo, like yo, yo. people is aware but they not performative like right, that right people, they, like they not stupid it's not like right. they're like i agree with paula dean but it's just like mm-hmm. all right man well i know y'all boycotting but can y'all like move out the way so i get my chicken plate real quick and then y'all can continue y'all boycott come on i mean i mean she fucked up but these this shit is 50 percent off can y'all boycott after five because like i'm just trying to get the happy hour special. i'm on my lunch break bitch real quick right because i it, mean yeah yo yo down with the with the man and all that but uh yeah i'm gonna need that 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 plate to go come on with a side of sweet tea right <laughs> uh, y'all got hot sauce packages right that shit, shit was so funny at the time man right because the, the uh the, the place roger talking about every time you go in there they have something wild like for specials they had like frog legs like shit you don't even think about eating you'd be like yeah no you know this is so unique that i'm like i don't care yeah it was just funny that's all mm-hmm. oh man this is why i don't boycott shit because i me either i would be terrible at it and i you know i literally i'd be like is the food good i try to tell people that shit all the time like he would i'll tell you what i would boycott that place if the dude ruined it for me that's the only right. way right like you have to make it not fun to go somewhere and then when i'm like oh i might have a bad experience then i'm out but i don't boycott anything on principle I don't, it doesn't even matter what the fuck it is like mm-hmm. it's always just that it wasn't fun and i like to be honest about that because i want people to understand that you don't have to perform you don't have to turn everything into activism or a cause it's okay to be like i just i'm it's not that i'm such a great virtue signaling person i literally just realized that it was not gonna be fun to do this thing so mm-hmm. now i'm out yeah it's at, at all the shot it's only one restaurant every time we walk past that i go fuck them it's just yeah one. and that's because they were racist to us though correct right we was in it's not like i've ever heard a racist story about them i've never heard another black person have a problem mm-hmm. there but we went twice and had issues that we think were directly because we were black and so we don't go back but that's it like it's not like once again i don't have a good time there you see what i'm saying no it's it's two it's two it's that place then it was the other place where i had to show my ass 
So yes, it's two. Remember the one up there off of um the little hole in the wall we went in. Wasn't nobody but me and you in there and they sat oh, there and yeah. watched us. So that place is racist too. Yes, it is. Yeah. We I were, actually saw on a Yelp though that other people had racial issues with it. We talked about it on the uh, show. Right. It's Pineville Premium Pub. I don't mind saying it on the show because I don't want no black people going in there. Because if you come to Charlotte, we got confirmed other black people having racial issues up in there. It wasn't just us. Mm-mm. So yeah, don't go up in there. And they didn't seem to mind that YouTube that Yelp review and didn't challenge it or take it down. Mm-mm. So I hope other up there to stay. Yeah, I hope other black people are finding it helpful because I'm sure they find it helpful that y'all won't come come on um all right um let's see what else is happening um oh speaking of this administration uh there's a heartbeat abortion bill that um uh in in georgia that everybody's been talking about and mississippi the heartbeat abortion bill basically says that it bans abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected which can take only about six weeks into a pregnancy which is well before many women even know they're pregnant right because that's maybe one missed period maybe right one late period and 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 this so fucking frustrating somebody said online and i agree with this they was like look if you ain't never bled through all your pants in the seventh grade you don't get to make a a choice about women's rights when you have not had to deal with a period you don't get to make that motherfucking choice on that um because like you say a missed period and for a lot of women their periods are fucking irregular like like you might go three months without one two months with one like it's fucking everywhere and the thing is like you say that's before you actually know like it's not even detectable by the end for a lot of women <clears throat> yeah because uh especially depending on the timing it could literally just be my period was a week late and now people someone's like you can't get an abortion you know um and there's more states that are trying to pass these laws as well um so if the mississippi law survives a court challenge it'll be nearly impossible for most pregnant women to get an abortion there or potentially in neighboring louisiana or alabama or georgia um yeah uh this was on the docket and i told y'all people thought roe v wade was settled science Mm -hmm. they they thought protected they didn't listen to barack obama talking about the supreme court they didn't listen to hillary clinton talk about the supreme court they're still blaming her as a candidate not the american people's own uh petulance and ineptitude um and complicity they're not blaming any of that it's, it's all about the politicians they didn't do they they fucked up um this was on the docket yeah it was obvious that they want to challenge they've been doing this even during obama's administration mm-hmm. they have been steadily trying to tick 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 away and find ways to restrict abortion rights that through uh trying to defund planned parenthood from uh closing making these rigorous laws where there's only one or two people in the state that can even perform an abortion for women right um <clears throat> even the tar and feathering uh planned parenthood with propaganda that says all they do is abortion when abortion doesn't represent a significant portion of what they do and no government funding goes towards that not that it would bother me they could be 100 percent abortion <laughs> it shouldn't matter it's right. A right it's somebody's body and their choice what i find to be interesting is that people will tell you that they didn't they're allies they didn't take it for granted they're not misogynist and then they told people to sit on their hands during during the election if you didn't feel like it don't worry about it and now you see these motherfuckers acting outraged about this how how can you be both 
you clearly can't be both to me we are really hoping that rbg doesn't just die in her sleep tonight right. every night that's what y'all are hoping because trump gets to pick that seat and we knew that the next supreme the next president could select up to two or three supreme court justices possibly you know rbg had to stay on for four more years hoping that y'all get it right in 2020 like that's crazy that we are that we are hanging on by a thread in our society and that is like i said this was all all could have been prevented all this like when people say two sides of the same coin both they just white people to me uh they had the same policies they don't and only an idiot says that kind of shit that's the kind of person that thinks politics doesn't matter or affect me it does just because you don't like some shit doesn't mean you're not affected by it you can't be stupid about these things you know you can't you have to be strategic about this shit you have to be smart about this shit you may be fatigued and tired of shit but then don't just stop thinking about yourself you know or maybe it is you that could be affected by this shit i don't know but like just don't burn the rest of the world because you're willing to go down with hell to hell in the headbands. That's just so, so, so ridiculous, man. So right, yeah. and then you have a lot of production companies saying that they're going to pull their business out and stop filming and producing because Georgia's a beautiful state for a lot of scenery and movies and films and you know TV series and things like that. And you know my thing is uh, it's a catch twenty two to that uh, because you also take away jobs yeah i don't know about whether they're gonna uh, the question is do y'all think that the boycott will work because mm-hmm. um there's been several things done in georgia that people have said they were going to boycott for and it doesn't it hasn't changed anything no because the- and i think people feel like well punishing the state by not giving them income will change something i i i, I can't stress this enough these motherfuckers don't care nope they don't care about the people suffering their jobs lost and all that shit the people making these decisions don't actually care about the uh, the populace as a whole part of it is that they want to see that suffering they don't care right like to them it's like good hollywood liberals leaving my state like they're so blindly just myopic about the optics of what they're doing they only want to look the part pat mccrory here in north carolina we experienced that it's not really even like we're saying pat mccrory but it's not really him it's the Koch brothers Mm -hmm. and the people that fund them they have one job to spread bigotry from the highest seat in the state that is the only job that they are worried about it's the only thing that occupies their brains they get money off of doing this kind of shit correct they're not worried about their pockets they're not worried about the state that's all just they're obfuscating the fucking point to be like no 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 it's look over here look over here it's uh states rights states laws uh uh you can't tell us to do what to do in georgia but meanwhile they're lining their pockets with fucking like uh private money and shit come on so so you're not going to scare these politicians by making them unpopular pat mccrory happily lost his fucking office and barely lost it for being a bigot that's the other thing this isn't necessarily a losing strategy Mm because people vote for the bigotry that's the news flash everyone keeps thinking it's the economy it's mm-hmm. economic hardship it's everything else even if it did cost motherfuckers their jobs they want a white man they want a bigot in charge 
you understand this is a, the same thing happened with the coal miners they lost their jobs i just read something today where they're like we gonna need to look into investing in the green energy in order to train these people so they can keep their so they can keep making money because tens of thousands of jobs are being lost and i said you know who told you that obama right okay. you know who else told you that hillary clinton told you that right they you didn't give a fuck because it came from the wrong type of person's mouth they weren't some straight white male bigot you voted for the bigotry knowing they were lying to you and knowing you would lose those fucking jobs you didn't care because the bigotry is what they vote for so no boycotting the fucking productions in georgia it'll make like liberal people feel better and shit like we always show them and then the fucking laws will continue to stay because they don't actually care they're not gonna do the right thing even here in north carolina i'm telling you pat mccrory barely lost it took months to recount and to get him out of office and that's because that was and that was after almost losing the ncaa tournament here losing the acc tournament here and losing the ciaa tournament here Mm -hmm. not to mention football bowl games they almost lost all of that shit and he barely fucking lost because people don't actually care and he don't care they not scared no 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 he don't uh back to the minors thing that was so fucked up about that is that years ago they was like hey y'all we're they was like we'll train y'all for free they was like here is free schooling to train y'all and they was like no i'd rather have black lungs the fuck is this yeah i don't know who in the chat said um they had asked a question about what it would it take for me to boycott something but maybe they took it down or did you take it down karen i didn't take nothing down okay all right well i guess they decided they need that answer all right uh <laughs> look to the um let's go to the next story yeah because because okay because when it comes to to boycotting it's where are your lines and everybody's lines are different and everybody thinks because i boycott something everybody else around me has to boycott it too and that's not so and just because I don't boycott something, it does not mean I don't care, and it does not mean I'm not concerned. Oh, no. Nah, this is the only thing I wanted to add. A lot of things that people call boycotts aren't boycotts. No, they're not. So, um, that's the only thing is, uh, we've talked about it before on this show, but the anatomy of what a boycott is online is essentially you saying, I don't like this thing. Right. Or I'm upset about something. It's not the same. Cause y'all don't, you And don't. I think you do a disservice to actual boycotts and organizers and organized movements when you say that shit. Um, for example, I'll give you a good example. I'm boycotting the NFL. Are you? What are your demands? Who have you organized with to boycott the NFL? What were you doing for the NFL in the first place that you will do again once your demands are met? you know this it's work it's not it's not just a cliche or some shit you put on a t-shirt like it's actually it, it it requires work to what you're really saying is i'm upset and i'm not watching the nfl i'm upset and i'm not going to eat chick-fil-a what, what i'm not like that's fine too you don't need to do you don't owe anybody anything Mm-mm. but your consumerism isn't necessarily a movement you know like like a boycott i'll give you a good example of a boycott recently that kind of went off people didn't talk about it much um but the gucci boycott it was actually organized dapper dan had a list of demands they had celebrities and other people that are major like uh promoters of that brand be like we ain't doing that shit they when someone crossed the line they would fucking call them out you know 
and dapper dan ended up getting some people some jobs there and getting investment into the community from gucci and getting them to start programs to help young black people become like fashion uh mavens and whatnot that's a boycott you just saying i'm not ordering papa john's tonight is not a boycott you know so i think one you have to look at the definition of it two i really don't boycott a lot of shit because i like literally haven't seen a lot of organized movements that really do a good job with it i just don't do shit because it's not fun anymore and i think that's at least the honest truth rather than to say uh you know for example i don't listen to r kelly's music right i haven't listened to r kelly's music for a long time probably shit maybe before we start this podcast or right around that time but it was just like yeah i think this guy did this shit and i also can't listen to his music without thinking these songs are about little girls so i'm not gonna i'm not a fan anymore you know i just can't i can't do it it's not a matter of it's my principles but i don't grandstand on it like i'm like i'm better than you i don't listen to r kelly and you listen to r kelly like i don't walk into a party did you just play some r kelly like it doesn't it's not about me you know if i'm gonna like i'm not trying to like like oh a dj played this i'm gonna go up there and tell them like no it's whack to me that's the end of it it's not a movement it's not an organized thing it's not a boycott i think it's whack i think he's whack that's it you know so uh all right let's see what else we got here um karen i hope you're sitting down for this one i am men participate in negative gossip about others just as often as women no shit no shit men gossip too i don't know who these people that think that men don't gossip they might gossip differently but they gossip uh well i for one am shocked because i would never okay uh i don't do that as a man okay these females- hey girls i just wanted to let you girls know that i'm a real messy bitch my messy bitch who lives for drama oh i'm mm-hmm. sorry that's really me mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah just because it's your favorite ball player it's still gossip that's what i was gonna say what do you think like first take is now what do y'all think all these breaking news about baby mamas and drama and and got divorced and separated and 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 and, and all all that stuff all that stuff is gossip men don't consider it gossip because it's quote-unquote is under the guise of quote-unquote sports Mm-mm. so since it's sports we you know nope nope no, that's not why men don't consider it gossip you know why days because it's a woman's straight quote-unquote no that's not why because men do it it's just not gossip when they do it the same i mean it's the same technically but it's it just is not the same. if a man is it's like by virtue of me being a man me saying all this shit is just different it just don't count women only women gossip you know yeah like somebody said you ever walked into a barbershop <clears throat> yeah i mean literally most sports media is just gossip like it's not even like i i i, I could click on bleacher report right now and i guarantee you at least like five or six headlines on the front page are gonna be like rumor report so and so and it's always some messy shit like report uh anonymous player says Kyrie Irving ain't shit you know <laughs> like it's always so like it's like I it's, it's basically everything except when you ain't heard it from me okay but uh I heard that uh Kyrie Irving ain't shit and his teammates don't even like him hold on here he come hold on what's going on Kyrie hey girl like it's the same fucking thing it's you know it just don't count when men half of the fucking um 
hip-hop radio shows and shit you know mm-hmm. it's joe button podcast and they're talking about some rumor innuendo or something that happened uh you know it's them bringing on like uh instagram model and arguing with her on the on the breakfast club it's love and hip-hop discussions and bringing those this guest on to your shows like all this shit is men's shit that men participate in but then be like it's just different because we men it's just not it's not gossip anymore you know it is y'all i hate to hurt your full of feelings it is it's the same thing of course there was a lot of gossip leading up to the royal baby's birth seems like you can't really escape it whether it be rumors about famous people or a person you sit next to at work by definition gossip is just an act of talking about someone who isn't there so not all gossip is malicious but when it is it doesn't discriminate they always had this image of girls just like gossiping to each other about people one woman said it's true when you think of the town gossip character you're probably not thinking of someone named steve i totally think that there's a stereotype that women have to do it more another woman said but gossip especially the nasty kind is an equal opportunity sport according to a new study by the university of california riverside men participate in negative gossip about us about each, about others just as frequently as women mm-hmm. it takes a 52 minutes of a per, typical person's day Ooh. I think it's natural to talk about other people gaming for status or something like that one man said i'm not saying what we would gossip about said another i'm not sure what we would gossip about said another man you i guarantee like y'all got oh you know so-and-so didn't get that home or just whatever you know <laughs> i've seen him at the club with another woman you know yeah, niggas talk it's crazy they do people talk yes yeah it's not this is that kind of research where you're like i can't believe y'all got paid to do this but also i can't believe this is a thing that we feel like doesn't happen correct uh let's see r kelly sexual assault hotline backfires on investigators women calling sharing sexual stories what in january cook county state attorney's office in illinois set up a a phone line for victims who wanted to share their stories about allegedly being abused by a singer r kelly since then it hasn't provided much for investigators as far as prosecuting r kelly but it has apparently fed their imaginations according to tmz the hotline is being severely misused by numerous women calling in to talk about their alleged sexual rendezvous with the r&b star the calls from mostly women are full of highly detailed alleged sexual experiences with some callers sharing multiple occurrences and bragging about sleeping with r kelly men who called in repeatedly spoke about stories they heard from women they know none of them saying they had sex with r kelly themselves kelly already has sexual assault charges against him in addition to claims regarding his involvement in sex trafficking investigators are currently searching for video evidence of the singer engaging in sexual activities with a minor again so they calling up there talking about their sexual encounters right versus the victims calling right right i wasting the people's phone lines i consensually had sex with him as an adult so he must not be having sex with little girls he he didn't rate me that those kind of calls i don't know if it's just people he put up to it i don't know if it's people volunteering it uh i will say this though as i always had to note with this guy you know uh people are quick to do the men are trash and black men are this and that this dude is protected by black women in a way that i just do not understand mm-hmm. I, and i never will and i hope to never understand because like obviously not all just like it's not all any group but still like his protectors is a litany of just people that i don't know they like his songs or something and they just like do you know how out of your way you have to go to call a sex hotline to protect some motherfucker because you like a song like that's crazy to me you know to have that kind of attachment to any level of a celebrity you know they might be lying about this sex shit it's just the fact that they feel like this will show the police 
now free him and leave that man good man alone Mm-mm. i'm like well you're saying that in to to basically say fuck you to your sisters that's who his victims are right your daughters people that could be your niece and sh- nephew your niece and shit and, and you're like i need to protect this nigga you know the woman that bailed him out of jail like i just don't get it man this seemed like an open and shut case there's so many other things that people rally it, look m- black women were chris Chad michelle's number one fans and they shut her motherfucking career down for singing with trump so it, don't tell me it can't be done come on something about this dude though it just every time yo it's every time you just see like and he got away again it's always just some people partying like ha ha yeah you know and you would think maybe it just feels more egregious because it's not like there aren't black men who are complicit we've seen the videos of him toasting and black men like celebrating and shit but Mm -hmm. like when it comes to defending him like putting their money and their lives on the line and their reputations on the line and lying for this man and shit it be black women i i'm so confused by it and it's been years now so i know it's not a a flash in the plan or it's gonna Mm -hmm. change surviving r kelly was full of black women telling you my their experience and you still had black women that was on some he good or i don't care or he ain't do that shit this is all a setup like wow sis and i know because if you go to like articles on facebook when people post like when news publications like the griot mm-hmm. madame noir uh the root black publications news one go to their facebook i mean you don't have to go but when they report on r kelly look in those comments come on it's disgusting i'm i'm like it's people using their government names they not ashamed at all to be like leave him alone he didn't do nothing like how much evidence do you need i mean they was consensual anyway man them little girls wanted it they fast them little girls need to go to jail shit like that well i'm like wow how do you come to these conclusions dog it's it's just i don't know it's so disheartening to see that kind of shit um and to call a sex line a, a sexual of sexual assault line to try to turn into a sex line is some disgusting depravity to reach right that and i feel bad for the video gotta listen to that bullshit you're like look i've been hired to actually investigate not for this um let's see um students who owe lunch money to rhode island district will get jelly sandwiches until debt is paid warwick public schools which has more than nine thousand students said the district-wide policy will go into effect may 13th uh students at rhode island school district who owe money to their on their lunch accounts will have the sole option of a sunflower butter and jelly sandwich uh until sunflower butter and jelly sandwich until they are able to pay their balances this is that whole poor people just don't want to don't want to have money thing warwick public schools which has more than nine thousand pre-k through 12th grade students said the district-wide policy will go into effect may 13th if money is owed on a paid free or reduced lunch account a sun butter and jelly sandwich will be given as a lunch choice until the balance owed is paid in full or payment a payment plan is set up Warwick School Committee Chairwoman Karen Bacchus told NBC News that the sandwiches are served with the vegetable of the day, a fruit and a milk. Uh, public schools in Rhode Island are mandated by state law to provide lunches to students. So it's like, oh, we're going to feed you, but we're going to make sure that you uh, eat you know, the worst food we can give. A couple things I would like to highlight here. Number one, I bet you they throw out tons of food every day. You know they fucking do. 
it's like throw all them square pieces and fucking sloppy joes out and then get these niggas peanut butter sandwiches two um i bet though most of these kids are probably black and brown yes i bet a lot of these kids are black and brown three i said two things i have another uh y'all remember that dumbass thing about kids can get uber eats at school and motherfuckers up in arms about how these kids deserve the right to spend their money it's parents money or whoever money on getting uber eats to come to school despite the security and safety risk and extra work and shit and i said yeah um let's be real though what y'all think those kids look like right like you see a bunch of black people arguing about this shit online i'm like what you think them kids look like you think it's all black kids or you think it's just a bunch of fucking kids with privilege and money flaunting that shit at a school where you got other motherfuckers on free and reduced lunch or not eating at all or getting these kind of this kind of bullshit the inequities are so ridiculous and then to, to encourage that type of vibe in a public school you know what i mean like it just seems so wrong to me and maybe i'm conflating two different issues and not but mm-hmm. i really think it's connected the idea of like almost flaunting it on your other on your fellow classmates in that way it's not like they're bringing the lunches from home or some shit right it's like such a i know it's a small thing but it's like in that age when when somebody else can't get 250 together to to get a lunch actually i don't know what lunches cost anymore maybe it's four dollars but whatever when they can't get their money together to get like a lunch when they're they're basically being tarred and feathered as like broke kids and you got these other kids waiting for uber eats like it just feels weird and wrong like the wrong lesson to be told to kids at that age like i don't know it just don't seem right but uh you know but maybe it's just me i don't know yeah because the thing is they have these ridiculous policies these food this food is paid for this food is tax money paid for and y'all toss it out y'all throw it away y'all throw it in the trash and then you tell people what well, if you owe us you're gonna get this and people are talking about the 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 uh the sun butter that's because they can't do peanut butter in schools because of uh peanut allergies like some i think a lot of schools actually ban like peanut and peanut butter and shit like that because you know they don't know who got allergies and they don't want to have to deal with the consequences of a child getting sick yeah I'm, um yeah uh think pretty smart said rhode island how many of these kids are black was this the uber school i don't think it's the same school i'm saying it was a big debate online about like kids should be able to get uber eats and shit and i was like yeah i don't think like y'all niggas fight over the wrong shit <laughs> like how about kids should be able to get a lunch whether they can afford to or not Agreed. as a baseline and it shouldn't have to be some like you know sackcloth lunch so because because the point of this is to um shame to shame them if, it, if the point of this was i would be i would accept this if the point of this was guys we actually can't afford to pay to to get like lunches that cost money to give these kids we don't you know it's not that we're throwing other good food out and shit we literally just can't afford it we don't have the resources so these are the choices these are the only choices we have these kids either don't eat or we have to give them a very uh a, a much less whatever lunch like something that costs less but that's not what it is it's you're broke sign up for a payment plan or give us our money or you will eat this poor person lunch and when we hand it out in school of course all the kids will be very mature about it right though no. oh yeah 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 oh uh, you getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich well i guess that's okay for the 10th time this uh this month so uh I, no one's gonna make a joke about that oh uh, oh chrishell said they pulled the 
they pull back on this plan mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah Good. because you Good. had at uh what is it chibana chibata uh that dude put like seventy seven thousand dollars and you had people raising money mm. you had a lot of people chobani at, chobani i'm sorry you had a lot of people uh giving money and stuff to the school and uh the thing is i think at one period of time some people said that they had been trying to do this with the school system and they were just rejected it yeah you know and now you have a lot of them actually if you owe you can't some school system you can't graduate if you owe yeah so and um oh go ahead i'm sorry go ahead go ahead yeah some systems you uh can't graduate and then uh a lot of times uh like you say it's it's a way of punishment it's a way of shaming you know and like it doesn't make no sense because i was on free and reduced lunch so my thing is like i understand the importance of it uh and the thing is uh, for a lot of children, free breakfast and free lunch. These for some children, these are the only meals they get in the course of a day, you know. And it's um, it's a shame the food and stuff that's wasted. Instead of throwing that food away, why don't y'all turn around and give that give that back to the children and be like, here, take this home for dinner or some shit like that. Versus because I have my mama used to work for the cafeteria here at CMS, and yeah, she used to talk about the food they just throw away and toss away and shit like that because just because like they're not gonna eat it all yeah and uh the numbers nearly 70 percent of school lunches in rhode island are served for free or at a reduced price based on family income according to the state but some parents who commented on the announcement from warwick public Schools said even though they qualify for free lunches their children still owe money because they had added something to their trays that wasn't included with the free lunch like extra milk other parents noted that mm. the policy of giving out jelly sandwiches to students who owe money will likely leave those children embarrassed and prone to bullying. This is absolutely awful. Our school shouldn't be in the business shaming children. One person wrote beneath the Facebook announcement. Just give the kids lunch. We can't spring for a chicken patty for a hungry kid. What if this is the only meal of the day? Another commenter on the post said. So yeah, and the, and the thing for me is, it's not necessarily about the numbers. If it's one kid, it's too many. If it's one kid that's, if it's a small number, it's even more of a reason to just give them the fucking lunch. Right. Like, if it's a lot of kids, then you might have even had an argument if it was like, look, man, like, all these kids is on this shit. We really can't afford to feed, like, the 30% of these people that can pay can't afford to cover the people that can't pay. If they could have made that argument. But they didn't make a numbers argument. They made a shame argument. You know, so I thought I found it to be kind of bullshit. Yes, and also a lot that a lot of them have gotten to the point now that they're starting to use collection agencies right. to actually do this. You know, versus them trying to collect the debt themselves. And the thing is, if I ain't got it for the school, you know, the fuck I ain't got it for a collection agency. Fuck them too for a lot of parents. And in this economy, right? With people losing jobs, with people's like the value of their wages stagnating and shit. I guarantee you like there's not much middle class anymore you know so you got a lot of people that are working poor they got jobs and not some lazy do for nothing whatever like they and then even after that if they were these are their kids so what the fuck did the kid do wrong um yeah it says uh uh the issue is not specific to oh they tried and they also tried to be like well look we used to give a cheese sandwich which did single them out but now we go with an on the menu meal which is always the same meal the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's still single them out because you know actually you went down right right but you know people ain't picking that meal on general you know they're not picking that fucking meal get the fuck out of here talk about children um 
they said she said more than 1600 students in the district owe eight thousand seven hundred dollars wait more than 1600 students in the district of 800 and 8700 owe money so we're not talking about a handful of kids 1600 so 1600 kids in that district owe money so yeah man this isn't like just some oh we most you know these kids just somehow ain't got it and everybody else do like this is singling them out we send out letters certified letters to every family all they do is con- had to do is contact us to try to work it out the issue is not specific to warwick more than 75 percent of schools reported that they were owed money for lunches at the end of 2016-2017 school year another nation would probably call that some sort of an epidemic but okay according to the non-profit school nutrition association and 40 percent of schools reported that the amount of students without adequate funds to pay had increased during the same school year the association mm-hmm. i'm say you don't say like you say parents losing jobs people getting laid off two parent two parent incomes or two people incomes become a one person income you know these are the things that uh they don't talk about and what what's the biggest catch 22 it's when you're working but you make just over whatever the minimum is like you know because they have like a cap you're working and you make just over that amount where you don't qualify for any of it but you can't afford to pay it either yeah it's just it's real frustrating man and you know that stigma is gonna bother like carry like we have dress codes in school but not but this shit is too far you see what i'm saying like we don't want the kids to get bullied about their clothes but yeah let's single them out as uh this motherfucker got is owes the school money so we not feeding him the same as y'all right people act like children are mature shit adults ain't mature right um so yeah it's just kind of ridiculous man um uh they also said uh the associate said the schools found that they were able to help parents and students by allowing them to pay outstanding funds online reminding them about low balances and taking advantage of charitable donations warwick public schools meanwhile refused a four thousand dollar donation offered to them from a local restaurant owner angelica pinta i have met with warwick twice and the second time i left in tears and they refused to take a four thousand dollar check to pay off these debts so tell me it's not it's not about the money it's about the stigma it's about singling out these parents and these kids because people are like i will pay i will help you get this debt down if the debt is the problem the school said that they didn't take the money the district said they didn't take the money because they didn't want to be responsible for allotting which students the money benefited each time these offers were made Warwick public schools stated that the school department was not in position to single out or identify specific students that should be selected for a reduction in their lunch debt while excluding others so you so do you need the money or do you not need the money because when you need money let me tell you what beggars can't be choosers so if you needed the money you'd figure it out you don't need the money you need to aim you know i and i mean i know i don't have the numbers but man i swear to god i bet i bet a lot of these parents is black and brown man in a world in a world where black people don't own shit like when we our our net worth is like six dollars and white people net worth is like fucking thousands of dollars because they've been able to own land their entire tenure in the country and shit i guarantee you man this this shit ain't adding up right man shit ain't adding up right like yeah y'all lotterize everything else y'all couldn't put no motherfucking lottery on it'll be like whoever owes the largest debts those are the ones we pay off first some of the language some of the whole like we'd rather stigmatize these kids and take the money like don't feel it don't feel like it don't feel right 
like i yeah, feel like when people are like i will give you the money here is money and the thing is the only reason why they reversed it because of fucking shame they trying right. to shame the kids and people shame them here's some money pay these fucking debts off what the fuck is wrong with y'all yeah that's a hundred a hundred fuck them that's ridiculous there's no way that that's not black people there's no way that's not black and brown people dog i i I don't care that it's rhode island i don't know what the fucking population is there it don't matter no there's zero percent chance that that is not black kids that's a zero percent chance all right um you know what let's just go right into guess the race i don't want to do fucking with black people today that was enough now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one gang show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to get the race and of course everyone playing is a racist all right um let's go to our stories the first one an indiana school bus driver lets kids drive and gets charged with a felony oh shit sounds like a fun school bus driver though they ain't got that what they that class c license class c license yes class c i don't know nothing about that crazy taxi (laughs) crazy taxi i love that goddamn video game (laughs) and away we go i played that shit in the arcade (laughs) where you sat and and, then that shit will move around uh so let's get to this driver a school bus driver i'm old y'all i'm old. okay all right we get it a school bus driver in northwest indiana <laughs> has you trying to tell me something <laughs> you, trying to, you trying to move the story along now i'm sorry to try to do this show and get it done before uh the time runs out that we have in the chat i'm sorry <laughs> trying to do my job school bus driver in northwest indiana has been arrested after letting three students age 11 13 and 17 drive her bus without proper licensing or consent several students filmed parts of the incident and uploaded it to twitter spreading the news across the school and internet almost instantaneously oh you snitches you snitches <laughs> in a news she trying to teach y'all to drive and y'all y'all hating hating in a news release chief deputy jeff briggs of the porter county sheriff's office said the three students took turns driving the bus down public roads in rural settings a video shows what what do y'all not have anywhere to be though <laughs> like is, what kind of route is this that y'all have enough time I to do driving know. lessons a vehicle shows one of the students piloting the bus with the bus driver jondria mcatee standing beside them giving instructions the incident happened last thursday in valparaiso indiana which sits roughly 50 miles southeast of chicago at at the student at their parent complaint to a boone grove high school resource officer the uh porter county sheriff's office investigated the situation and made the decision to charge mcatee when neglecting a dependent according to northwest indiana times a level six felony when mcatee went to the porter township bus barn to pick up a final paycheck she was taken into custody oh wow that's how they get you should have sent somebody else to get it in the second video mcatee could be her saying it's all good it's all good i'm letting her stop at michael's stop as she sits in the seat behind the young driver the porter township school corporation is angered and disappointed in the actions of the driver said stacy schmidt 
Oh, maybe she just was gonna use them to take snaps later like okay now you drive to the next stop and then your turn you drive to they stop and then at the last stop y'all all get off the bus and i'll drive home all right karen guess the race black karen is going with black let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe uh let's see uh yeah how she not high direct deposit mm, i don't know i don't know black uh black that name black negro i bet the well-meaning sis had a, a bonnet black like spirit airlines black yeah they do let you pilot the plane uh (laughs) turn that bus into a tesla black black hey kids drive this bus i'm too lit black i'm tired can one of y'all little niggas drive today black and black man all y'all went with black on this one huh well the correct answer is black You knew it was one of us guys we all did that name i about to say yeah it was like john tia or some shit i said "Ooh, times done changed white people naming their kids that stuff yeah mecca t that sound like a pootie tang character <laughs> uh i kind of look like a pootie tang character oh yes yeah uh and i don't know if she had on a bonnet or not but she had on some kind of hat some kind of headwear yeah uh, teach a little white mm, kid how to drive yeah the edges is, is back about three inches too far yeah she had just in the homecoming it was a bad time to take a picture cause right y'all, y'all all said her edges was it. gone this was gone um let's see what else we got uh a former corrections officer and his girlfriend are charged with beating a the woman's mother to death oh that's not that's never good yeah yeah karen you said a handful there uh <laughs> a former new york city corrections officer and his girlfriend and oh girlfriend. the things i do for love apparently so have been charged with murder two years after the pair allegedly beat the woman's mother with a barbell oh wow so I, with the exercise equipment yeah barbell they really trying to work it out ain't they I guess they couldn't wait to be together. <laughs> uh, Nassau County police said 27 year old Ralph Klep- Kelper and tw- oh, wait, can I play this? Is this a thing? We begin with the shocking murder on Long Island. Police say a former New York City correction officer and his girlfriend attacked the woman's mother with a metal barbell. For nearly two years, the... You were doing so well. ...mother remained in a vegetative state until this weekend when she died from that attack. Eyewitness News reporter N.J. Burkett live in Hampstead with the details. N.J. Yeah, Dave, a shocking crime. She lingered in a coma for nearly two years. But yes, the victim's 21-year-old daughter and her boyfriend uh, were arraigned here in Hempstead. Within the past hour, both of them are charged with second-degree murder. Yes, a stunning case uh, here in Nassau County that goes back quite some time. Francesca Keel said nothing. She was led from the Nassau County Police Homicide Squad this morning. She is charged with the murder of her own mother. 
Ms. Keel's boyfriend is charged as an accomplice. He is the one who's accused of actually beating the woman to death with a barbell outside the woman's apartment in Long Beach nearly two years ago. The detectives say they conspired to kill the victim, 56-year-old Teresa Keel, after a business dispute, that they were involved in developing a dating app, and that Mrs. Keel defrauded Kepler out of $350,000. That is what is alleged in a civil lawsuit that Kepler filed. Now, police say that at some point after the lawsuit was filed, Kepler and Francesca Keel plotted the uh, assault that led to Ms. Keel's, uh, Mrs. Keel's death just this weekend after the victim had lingered in a coma, as I said, since the assault in 2016. This case originally happened on December 4th, 2016, where the victim, Teresa Keel, was assaulted outside of an apartment she was renting in Long Beach. She was hit several times about the head with a barbell. It's caused severe injuries to her head and the loss of her right eye. Now, Francesca Keel had not been charged in connection with the assault. She is now, again, charged with second-degree murder in the murder of her own mother. Detectives describe a particularly brutal assault with Mrs. Keel's skull shattered. She lingered in a coma, as I said, and died just this past weekend. Much more on this developing story coming up on Eyewitness News first at 4 o'clock this afternoon. All right, Karen. Black. Karen is going with black for the couple. Um... Let me uh, get the chat room and see what they believe. Mm. Long Island Lolita White. We begin with the shocking oh, murder on Long Island. Sorry. Police say a former. Sorry. Uh, Long Island Lolita White. Um, white. Pain and gain. Pink toe. White. Uh, I hope. On the grift. White. 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 Young black entrepreneur, says Juwan. Uh, well, most of y'all went white. Karen went. You went black, right? Mm-hmm. Karen went black and uh she's wrong guys they were white some of y'all did get it right I'll see if I can bring that picture up. What is it at? Yeah, Lolita. Lolita. What does he mean, Karen? Francesca. They were white. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm looking at the picture, Karen. Oh, I know. That's why I picked black. Oh, yeah. Well, you you got it wrong, buddy. Okay, you, you tried and uh, you failed. I did try. And that's all. Sometimes it's all you can do. Can I get a picture? I'm bringing it up right now. They're really white too. They're like white, white. Is it showing yet? Oh, they real white. Yeah, that's pretty. That's like as white as you can get right there. It's like Lannister white almost, you know. So, yeah, Karen, you're one for two now. Going into the bonus round. Let's see if you can make up for it. I'm gonna try. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is one and one. Mm-hmm. But now we go into the bonus round, and we'll see if she can redeem herself. All right. 
here we oh, go. Oh, shit, I ain't never heard it, heard it get that far before. Uh, let's see. Um, a girl ordered $350 worth of toys on her mom's Amazon account, and the photos are priceless. Oh, they think this is cute? White. They just started unloading the box at the box at the box said caitlin's older cousins ria dialu uh her mom went to amazon to her, on her amazon account and saw three pages of things she had ordered turns out caitlin ordered 350 dollars worth of toys video games and board games she knew exactly what she was doing when she did it uh i was so surprised that a six-year-old knew how to do one click next day shipping well there is one to click though but although caitlin seems quite pleased with herself she didn't get to keep the spoils of shoppers free everything except the barbie has been sent back and dialu says she's being punished she did not get grounded but she does not have access to the internet for a month she said karen guess the race of little caitlin and her mama white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe thought it was adorable white okay um let's see black the baby didn't get her ass beat white white okay a black mom would send the barbie back to white ain't that the truth everything going back <laughs> oh it's smart uh disposable income white just no internet oh yeah white fucking with your parents money is cute that is a white child nigerian black white a black mama wouldn't have that much room on her card oh, <laughs> oh, oh out. the baby would have maxed the card out uh karen went with white the correct answer is white some of y'all did say black though yeah this is clearly white because one the news came out there come on when they uh, say dude this was cute mm. to her mom let the like they took these pictures for uh for the gram like look at her mom smiling caitlin smiling Mm-mm. this is uh her with the boxes coming out of the uh out of the uh thing smiling would have been no smiling been like oh i'm rejecting all this mr ups man of uh, uh amazon man take all this shit back with you she took a picture with the amazon dude look at it smack a little scamp like ah ha ha i'm adorable white shit <laughs> it'll get much whiter than that yeah anybody else would have seen that beard the fuck is this oh boy oh that would not have gone that way in many mm-hmm. a black household I, I, i'm like i think pretty smart uh yeah the barbie goes back to you get nothing it wouldn't have been no smiles no oh, no smiles no adorable picture Mm-mm. that man would have been mad oh oh everything you getting ready to load off of this address take it back yeah. i don't want don't even take it off the truck mister don't even open it return like, to cinder you wouldn't have known there was a barbie in the box because we wouldn't have opened shit not a motherfucking thing put this all back on your truck and turn around and bring it back to amazon my goodness Mm-mm-mm. uh but shout out to being an adorable white child because i uh, made buzzfeed mm-hmm. yeah wouldn't have been no news yeah but but you wouldn't have got not a not a narrate thing yeah they'll be like pack your ass up too you going to amazon <laughs> that's it are you one day free shipping this child is broke <laughs> and it needs to be returned for a night this Mm -mm. (laughs) full refund please 
sword ratchet this time time to talk about all the crimes in the world that still happen every day with swords as the main culprit in the crime and the people who have access to them okay we take guns not seriously as we need to in this country but we definitely ain't taking swords serious if we i mean come on now we can't even stop gun crime and we got people out here just walking freely like they shoguns and samurais and shit come on it's ridiculous every day here at the blackout tips we endeavor to cover these crimes because nobody else is willing to shine a light on the sword crimes of america and the world okay people love to talk about the fucking gun crimes but we haven't worked our way up to that yet Mm-mm. and today's story is no exception there was a gas station sword fight caught on camera oh shit now i know what you're thinking right with the uh like uh what are the precincts or prefects of tokyo no that's the thing it didn't happen there oh is this like somewhere in china no uh, is this john wick three is this just like an extra scene where they were filming john wick wick no that's not it either guys this happened in huntsville alabama alabama right where beyonce's daddy is okay that's uh this is just a gas station imagine you just going into the fucking 11 to get some gas and then this is why i pay at the pump a motherfucker just pull out a sword how is that okay guys how can we live in a civilized society where that happens and we're just supposed to be okay with it uh let me see An if incredible i can incredible story up. you just won't believe a robbery turned into a knife fight inside and outside a huntsville gas station lindsey connell is the first lur- uh it wasn't a knife fight it was a sword fight. right now with us to tell us all about this story Lindsay, you even have video of this that's right liz seth holcomb and laney nicholson who you see behind me here were arrested early saturday morning they allegedly tried to rob a conoco gas station on pulaski pike armed with knives and the surveillance footage was just released to us by huntsville police it captures the scary incident and how the clerk fought back take a look Surveillance cameras show how a daring robbery played out at a North Huntsville gas station, and the clerk made for a surprising turn of events. It happened early Saturday at a Conoco on Pulaski Pike. According to police, Seth Holcomb walked up to the counter to make a purchase. He leaves the store, then comes back in as if to make a second purchase. That's when he pulled out a knife at the counter. What he didn't expect was that the clerk would pull out a machete of his own. Holcomb tries to run away at that point, but the clerk remotely locks the door. That's when a full-on knife fight broke out, tearing up the store. Holcomb eventually escaped the store by throwing something through the window. But the clerk chased him outside. Damn. That's when the second suspect comes into play. Laney Nicholson was waiting outside the store near the suspect's car. She allegedly also pulled out a knife when the clerk chased the first suspect out and also started fighting with the clerk. Holcomb ran back inside the store and took the cash drawer out of the register. But the clerk didn't make the suspects get away easy, pounding on their car with his machete. He told police that he wanted to leave enough marks on the vehicle so that they could easily recognize it. A dangerous chain of events, cameras documenting the whole thing. A clerk who did what he could to defend the business and himself. 
Now, the suspects were able to escape, but they were arrested by police a short time later. They're charged with robbery and offenses. Amazingly, there were no serious injuries in this incident, and no medical treatment beyond first aid was needed by those involved. Liz, unbelievable. That was amazing. What in the raisin Arizona kind of crime was that? I don't know, but they picked the wrong cashier. And he was black, too. Yeah, he locked it though remotely. That's fuck, the biggest. Fuck the game up. That's the biggest twist of the whole thing. A black person fighting that hard for somebody else's money. Mm-mm, I make five seventy five. Y'all can have this register. You want it? Here you go. I give you the fucking pin code. Y'all want a free machete too? Damn. That's that's the one. Take all the snacks you want. I'm on mad. I am disgusted. I'm more mad about that than the white people trying to steal the. A black person almost died for some white people money. No thank you. Mm-mm, no thank you, buddy. In America? Mm-mm. Have In you this heard? America? Have you heard how they be treating us? Mm-mm. You, you know they got insurance for that, right? Right. I don't think so, homie. All right. We got to get out of here, guys. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate y'all that come through the chat live. We, we do. Thank y'all uh premium people i will be putting a interview that we did with the story geeks podcast on our premium feed they also have a podcast the story geeks uh you can check it out where they interviewed us but the full interview i'll put behind the paywall for the premium feed for you guys so it's like nice little treat mm-hmm. if you want to hear because the full interview is behind their patreon so i know mm-hmm. some of y'all don't subscribe to that but uh you guys subscribe to us and uh if you're premium we want to hook you up tonight so thank you so much guys we'll be back uh we may take tomorrow off we may not if not we'll see you tomorrow if not then we'll see you definitely wednesday night yes all right until next time i love you i love you too